Exubita's world. It's just like your world, except when it's not. Season 4, Episode 2, No Backsees. That's right, I said no backsees. I mean, no take-backs, no do-overs, you get it. Um, it is Sunday, um, I'm doing the podcast. My apologies, I'm a little bit under the weather. <laughs> You're just going to have to um, be indulgent with me on that one. I suppose if it was a fucking amateur hour, like always, I could... Pause it and make sure you don't hear me, you know, blow my nose and shit. But that's just not going to happen. I don't know why you even would set your expectations so high as to expect professional behavior from me on this podcast. Um, But I digress. And yet so early in the podcast, I digress. What I'm trying to get with the no backsies is it's Sunday. And my intention was to release this episode on Friday evening, one week after season season four, episode one came out. Or at the latest on Saturday. And I had all kinds of technical difficulties. Um, What those particular technical difficulties are aren't really that important or germane to the conversation. Although I'd like to take a quick sidebar and go, fuck you, Apple. Um, Everything doesn't have to be fucking different on a MacBook as opposed to, like, a computer you're used to. Um, Yeah, I could fucking read it and learn some shit and everything about how this fucking computer works. But it really pisses me off. I shouldn't have to. I'm fucking really intelligent and well-educated, and everything just doesn't have to be fucking different and difficult. It's not intuitive. I don't know who convinced you it was intuitive, but whatever. Anyway, my whole point is is that um, not only did I have technical difficulties, but I actually fucking lost the what I had put together. Um, it got corrupted, and then so then I deleted it for what was supposed to be episode two, And when I sat down to tape this episode, to record this episode, I suppose I'm not taping it per se, Um, talk about antiquated terminology, Um, neither here nor there. My whole point of this is is that when I thought about what I was going to talk about, the easy default position was to just go, well, I mean, duh, you had all this content that you had already kind of fucking laid out for this episode, and you had recorded a good portion of it, actually probably most of it because you were about to insert an audio clip. But then it occurred to me that, you know, I don't know, man, you just can't recreate the moment and whatever it is. I think that whatever it was, was there in its glorious spontaneousness. And I mean, I could technically cover the same material, but I don't think you get the same feel or vibe or whatever. And it certainly wouldn't feel right to me. And I think the broader lesson here is that you can never recreate a moment or an event or a series of events Not with the same feeling, not with the same, I don't know. It it can be similar, but it's never going to be the same, man. Now, that being said, um, the broader lesson, and and, and I'm going to speak here to somebody that I don't actually even know has ever listened to one podcast episode, but in case you are listening to an episode and you don't even know who you are, I mean, maybe you'll figure it out, but um, my whole point of it is, is that in case you are listening to this episode, you you can't recreate something, but you can reinvent something. You can do something again, knowing going in that you're reinventing it and charting a new path, charting a new course, and 
doing it a new and different way. And sometimes that's better. I mean, I don't know, you know, the reinvention of things is sometimes the more exciting path to take. I, I just, it is what it is. And I'm going to get spiraled down into some obscure piece of shit. And we're 427 into this podcast episode. See, isn't this special, guys? Aren't you glad? I mean, the lost footage is lost footage forever. It's even fucking lost to me because, yeah, man, we're never going to hear it. It's, it's forever gone. I mean, maybe I'll end up mentioning some stuff that I had said there. But really, is every day that goes by, honestly, I'm probably going to forget what I fucking said on there anyway. So really, to you, this is all you know. So the original season four, episode two, really only exists in my mind, man. For you, it's just an abstract concept. And if that doesn't fucking blow your mind, then I don't know what would... That's right. Instead of using one of my new personal clips um, created by our, our artist extraordinaire Diana Davis, a musician extraordinaire Diana Davis, I instead am playing one of the old like royalty-free clips I got online. I don't know, man. My little opening segment there, I just... For whatever reason, I find myself feeling a little bit nostalgic, or I don't know what the fuck word. Nostalgic doesn't really hit it right. Um, but anyway... It doesn't matter. I felt myself kind of longing for a moment for some of the music of old I used to use, so this is the bridge you get. That would be special. I and love frankly, the traffic. I love yeah. the traffic here. Like, the this traffic, I kind of get on in that one, but honestly, I miss my friends. Like, I miss my fucking friends real bad. All 32 Shut listeners. Up. We miss you guys. I miss you. Um, no, <laughs> I had come, friends. Come to Sydney, all of America. Come to Sydney. No, and and um, yes, was it yesterday morning? Yeah. Yes. So yesterday morning, I woke up and I and kind of and I got on the Wi-Fi, and one of my friend and one of my really really good friends from home had texted me and was like, "Oh, I've been following you, and you're so blah blah." blah. Yeah. And I almost I, I just kind of teared up. I was like, "Oh my god, oh, I gotta go home." And then and then this afternoon. One of my friends IM'd me and I talked to her on Facebook and she's like, oh my God, I want to hear your voice. I want to see your face. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going, I been gone three weeks, but I'll be yeah. home soon. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's your mates. So. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. I'm not close to my family, so like my closest mates are my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so. Friend, friendships are a definite one. Like, friendships, we've talked about friendships, toilets, yeah. food. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to table fucking road rules. Like, I was oh, talking about how what? free the road rules are over here. Oh, yeah. And it's fun. But fuck me. Just everyone just stop for a second. Like, we drove down this freeway and there's buses going left, right, and center. Oh, my like, God. People many... walking across the freeway. And how many smashed up cars do you have? Oh, a lot. A lot. Heaps. Heaps. I mean. Just slow down. Th- let's just have some seatbelts. Let's just have some traffic police. Let's just have And some, some rubbish pits. Some oh, Honestly, I posted on Facebook I, all these pictures of trash, and I was like, it, trash is a blight on India. What a beautiful fucking country, people yeah. and scenery Absolutely. that's totally fucked up because of the trash. And I really hate it, because we've talked about this. I really hate going to countries and seeing them make mistakes that we've made 50 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Well, we were saying today that it's probably only the last 20 years or so that they've actually got into this trouble, because before that, there was no packaging yeah. You know, there was hardly any packaging Absolutely. that they're dealing with. Now they're dealing with packaged water and cans and chip packets and all this shit. Terrible bad. Dealing, you know? Terrible yeah. bad. But uh, you know, yeah. And we would we would have had like forty 
between the three tuk tuks, we would have had easily 50, 60 water bottles. Oh, yeah. More. 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 Yeah. more. more. No, but you remember when we started and we talked about hearing that India always wins and we wondered about it? Fucking India always does win. Yeah, I learned yeah. that along the way. You just got to fucking go with it, Roll man. Roll with the punches. Roll with the punches, baby. Yeah. I mean, what a good lesson to take home with you. Yeah. To just kind of, yeah. when shit happens, because you get so, we're such an instant gratification society. Yeah. And, and just to go back home and be like, oh, man, I think I can That's wait okay. a minute or two. Because, yeah. 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 Shit doesn't have to go as fast, and that's like we're the same in Australia as yeah. the US, right? Like you're at a bar, you order a drink. We went to this bar the other night. Yes. And there's a guy that takes the cash. There's a guy that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Beers. So we went straight to the guy who's handing over the beers, and he's sort of like head wobbles. Here's some fucking warm beers. Like, no, we don't want those. We want cold. And then oh, yeah. he's directing us to the guy who serves cash. And I don't know. Like for, for me, it's just. Just, yeah, like you said, yeah. slow the fuck down. Slow it down, man. And honestly, I learned you got to live in the moment because in we didn't know what was going to happen to us, so oh. you just appreciate the moment yeah. for what it is. and Yeah, baby. And go. So, so three weeks ago, you came to India. You're going home now, right? So yeah, I leave, says, I leave from this party at 11 p.m. We head to the airport. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'll, I'm on a 3.30 a.m. flight. I'll be home by, I'll be in my house walking through the front door at 10 p.m. on Easter Sunday. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. So when your friends say to you, tell me about India, what's the first thing you're going to tell them? I'm going to say, imagine 52 people walking up one by one over a five-minute period of time, standing two feet away and saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or all but selfie. Or no, until the first person oh, yeah, works up always... the nerve yeah. to go, where are you from? Yeah. Where are you from? Yeah. And then you tell them, then it begins, selfie, 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 selfie. <laughs> selfie. selfie. Yeah, no, uh, you know what? And frankly, fucking hell, this is worth it because I fucking made an amazing group of friends from Australia. Yeah, there you I'm go. Come yes, down there and you go. see. Come down under. Here we you are. Better come and fucking down under. Yes. No, man, you can't beat that. Uh, we were actually talking about that earlier. That the best part about this is, is the people Many who people. would do the rickshaw ride. Yeah. Because the the the, the type of personality that says, yeah, I fucking want to drive a tuk tuk. 3,000 kilometers across India. And they're not all 18 years old. No, no, no man. It's a really there's good like a, I, I've yeah. seen 60-year-olds. I've yes. seen 18-year-olds. Yes. There's every fucking thing in between. There's people with really good fucking jobs. There's yeah. people who have no jobs and yeah. like scrape together the money. Yeah. And, yeah. But there's something in common that everyone has here, which is they're fucking Body fucked up crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and said, yeah, man. I'm going to do this too. I'm, I'm going to do the Mongo Rally. Are you going to do it? I, I, I got to do the three. I'm going to do it in three, three and a half weeks, the short version of it. Because right. they'd say do take three, three weeks to up to a month and a half, you two months. You work out what car you're going to buy because you can spend like 500 pounds on a car. Well, right? I'm going to start doing some research because I've already got people agreed to do it. So we're going to do it in 2020. Okay. okay. Nice. We're going to put together a convoy and fucking yeah. do it in 2020, <laughs> baby. So where's it go from? Mongo Rally. London, London to Outer Mongolia. You drive from London. To outer Mongolia. Out of Mongolia. To Mongolia. Fuck. Yeah, baby. Fuck, in three weeks. Wow. Bet you're bad, badass, baby. All right. All right. Should we get some more beverages? Let's go. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Hey.
When you guys hear this, it will be actually back in the States, but you're going to be hearing more from my Aussie friends. And I know at least one of them subscribed to the podcast. So now, now I'm on three continents. Oh, Who is the world? It's fucking official. I know. I'm not totally fucking there, man. And talking is going to be tough. And I'll post, and, and I'll end up posting photos and shit on, on my Pinterest page of things talked about in the podcast. But uh, yeah, man, signing off. From a kick-ass party. Ladies! <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. These guys are all in um, Kerala Longies. Oh, yeah. Longies. You see the dudes over there? Well, yes, I do see the dudes over there. And actually, I have a pretty good story about one of them. Uh, well, two of them, actually. But... I'm not sure right now. I mean, I don't want to give you everything at one go. All right. One of the stories about one of the dudes is is that he was trying to wear some traditional pants. And much like the toga party I threw years ago in which all the dudes went commando and I ended up seeing everybody's junk, um, literally everybody's, like 100% of the male attendees. It was just a bizarre evening. Um, anyway, so this dude's thing kept becoming unwrapped. And so I saw his junk like 900 times that night. Yeah. That's a true story. FYI, I totally also got motorboated three times at the party that night. Um, And by both genders, actually. So, yeah. Fun fact. So yeah, in a little while, I'm totally heading off to my normal Sunday gathering. So at some point, I should fucking motivate for that. But really right now, um, yeah, so I'm sure you want to hear about like this evil master plan that I'm crafting. Um, Yeah, man, I'm totally capable of operating on like 19 levels all kind of simultaneously. Like I'm a scary girl, dude. And I'm telling you right now. So get, so get this. Okay. So I have to be somewhat vague about the details because I really, for a lot of reasons, I am just protecting people's privacy. Like I am not using names and it'd be too hard to keep too many names straight. So, but forgive me for the vagueness, but you're totally going to get the point of the story. So check this out. So, The long and the short of it is, is that uh, one person totally told a story to another person um, about the storyteller and a a different person and with the intention that thinking that the person that was getting told would probably repeat this story to me. Now, the purposes behind me wanting, needing me to hear the story are still unclear, but the person who got told thinks it has to do with something between me and a fourth person that hasn't made an appearance in this story and uh, some presupposition about I don't know what, and about me and person number four. 
And so the actions between storyteller and second person are predicated off of this motivation of a complete supposition of what we think motive is. But on the off chance that all of these chain of events so far are right, because I know some pretty fucking smart people, I have decided that when I next see person number four in front of storyteller, that I am going to intentionally like have a like attempt a slightly different dynamic just to see if I can prove our theory correct by provoking some type of reaction out of the storyteller. It's pretty fucking brilliant, right? I mean, honestly, not everyone can, you know, think about that, think that up, but yeah, so, I mean, you know, more later, obviously, because I know that you really are dying to really find out what happens in this setup, and hopefully I will have something to tell you. Now, how soon I get that kind of response, I don't know. It's not going to be instantaneous. It's not going to be minutes. It's not even going to be hours. It's going to be a matter of days or possibly weeks, um, although if it's only like a matter of a week, I mean, then I really know if I got a reaction. But, I mean, I guess it's all based off of relative to when I post the next podcast, because if I were to, like, do a podcast episode three season four the minute I fucking published um this episode uh, episode two and then fucking published that episode three like 45 two minutes to an hour and a half later um or maybe later tonight like honestly I wouldn't have that answer for you but let's just suppose that the next time you're hearing me uh is actually like a week or a week and a half in my fucking future then that means that I might have an answer to it so even if you were to like maybe not this week listen to episode two and the next week when episode three comes out you download both and you do a little back-to-back Zubita's world listening and then so for you it might be actually fucking instantaneous seriously you're gonna learn something deeply personal about me like in a matter of minutes if you're listening like binge listening to me whereas I am taking like weeks to live it man if that doesn't fucking blow your mind honestly I don't know why aren't more people talking about these things these are very 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 like interesting and important things about which we could speak I mean if we talked I guess you just listen to me but about which I can speak to you all right I think I've uh Yeah, fuck this no editing thing. God, this last like 17 seconds sucks. All right. See, I was going to end the podcast at this moment in time and then play the outro music and then go from there. But the amateur hourness of that, I just can't leave it hanging on that bad of a note. It's a bad enough podcast without having a truly, truly fucking terrible ending. So instead, what I will do is I will tell another story and then maybe we can actually attempt a more natural ending to the podcast. And by the time this podcast is done, you'll really have forgotten about this whole little fuck up and my stuttering about and not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about. And if this is a longer podcast episode, then goddamn, I mean, you know, so be it, Uh, you know, what do you want? Um, so I'm going to tell you a story. And the story I'm going to tell you is not in the least bit interesting whatsoever. Um, Well, I guess it's all about perspective.
Actually, frankly, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about right now because I haven't actually selected a story to tell you. So I think when I said it's not that interesting, that was actually my fear speaking. I was afraid that I was going to pick an episode or a story that wouldn't be interesting. And because of my no edit policy, you'd have to listen to it anyway. And then I would have some real regrets that I couldn't have like fucking stepped up in the moment and done better. And see, this is a place to an interesting point because for years I performed on again, off again with an improv comedy troupe and while there are certainly times in which I'm immensely funny and I had I was okay at it I mean I you know maybe I'm better than the guy off the street but I'm not so sure that with a little bit of practice on the guy off the street like most people don't like exceed me on it and I it was really weird for um I, I just I never could, like, good improv really kind of requires a simpatico, this, like, kind of unspoken, unseen, yet very tangible relationship between you and the people uh, with whom you're sharing the stage that you really kind of know what I'm about to do and I know what you're about to do and we almost both jointly have this, like, future vision of how this scene will look or play and it's just really fucking amazing actually it's a thing of beauty um and I certainly would like to explore this theme longer but the point of it was is I never quite could connect like could get that connection like I would get flashes of where it was going or whatever but I just I couldn't pick up on the nonverbal cues I couldn't I don't know something wasn't a part of it which was really kind of a shame to me because in many ways I think as verbose as I am and as funny as I can be and and and, and my you know kind of interesting bent on looking at things that I felt like I should be good at it um, at the mean, in, in the meantime, you know, on and off, people would suggest, you know, oh, have you ever thought of trying stand-up comedy? And I've always very much shied away from it because I said, you know, that's really like a whole different bird. It's a totally different skill set, and I yada yada, and and I really genuinely just didn't see that as completely viable whatsoever. And then through an an, an interesting story, a coworker basically got me, and I'm not even sure I knew what I was getting into, but got me um, to agree to and signed up for an open mic night at this weird, sketchy bar called South Bend in Columbus, Ohio, that um, has a lot of um, gay and lesbian and trans and homeless and weird and slightly crazy and, you know, vets and any number of people, and I don't mean veterinarians, and um, in this place. And anyway, it was later on, open mic night, and then it was later in the evening, like, the, there was a drag show, which was awesome. Very, some very, very talented people. And... Uh, but neither here nor there. And really, I and the only thing that actually convinced me to do it was because she told me that no matter what I did, it was going to be fine. I could vomit on stage and I would be better than half the performers. I mean, she really kind of basically convinced me that there was the bar was so low, it was as if there were no bar. So I decided it was such a type of low expectations in a weird place with a coworker I don't know that well. I mean, what the hell? Like, if, if there's never going to be a safer time for me to do it. And so I kind of thought through some things and a little bit of practice, but I can't really, I don't know, really honestly, I didn't do more than, you know, 10 or 15 minutes worth of prep work. I mean, I really did myself a disservice, but then again, we've established that the bar was very, very low or non-existent, which is why I felt comfortable doing it. 
And so then I got there and I had one, maybe two drinks and then I got called up and it was my time to go. And I had watched other performers ahead of me, like barely be paid attention to by the crowd at St. Patrick's Day and it's loud and they're drinking and they're chatting and like, you know, and part of me, at least here's where the experience came in of other types of things. So I did have a leg up, but then again, it always was common sense to me too. It's like, I want people to fucking pay attention to me. I want them to be looking at me. I want them to be listening to me. So fucking I'm going to grab their attention. So I just went up there and I said, happy St. Patrick's Day. And, you know, and I got kind of, oh, you know, loose to whatever because most people are talking. And then I yelled into the mic, hey, 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 God damn it. Uh, somebody on stage talking to you. And then a bunch of people laughed. And then I went, how about we start this all over again? I fucking said, happy Thanksgiving. And they were, happy thing or happy St. Patrick's Oh, so, <laughs> Thanksgiving. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And they went, happy St. Patrick's Day. And I was like, awesome. Now, let me introduce myself. I'm Zubida. And then I launched into my routine. And my God, I mean, never have I, it was so wild and wacky. I mean, I've done so many types of things. I mean, I've done like actual like competitions for like speech where I did like debate or foreign extemporaneous or poetry and prose or original oratory. Um, I've been in Toastmasters and spoken. I've done lots of presentations at work in front of big and small crowds. I have performed improv. I have done like theatrical productions and plays. Like I definitely have have this like broad experience of standing up in front of people and always even though I've done it pretty well compared to the average person there's always been some type of nerves or something in me man which you tell yourself is like that's how you're good or you know you can be good as the nerves and da 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 but the reality is is that's a fucking lie we say that to make ourselves feel better and maybe there's an element of truth to it but it's not the full fucking truth because frankly I learned that when you're like fucking a perfect match for something that there are no nerves whatsoever. Like I had, it was, I can't even begin to explain like the sense of clarity and calm that was in me as I was delivering this fucking hilarious fucking monologue and people are giving me money and they're, I mean, they're fucking hilarious. I did a full set. I ran over a little bit on time. I mean, these people are like the management is like asked, begged me to come back. And every, I mean, wow. Like I didn't even, something I had been afraid of or previously just said, I don't know if afraid or it's the right word, but I mean, sure, let's use afraid. I mean, maybe I really was. Um, and I had afraid of is something that I might be the very best of at all. Like, how great is that? And seriously, there should be a fucking lesson in that for you guys and for me. I mean, fucking do whatever you're afraid of. Like, don't let fear stop you. If you get an idea to do something, just say, yes, I'm going to do it. And if it works out, then you're going to be like, fuck yeah. And it's so empowering. And if it doesn't work out, then what an amazing life experience and some pretty fucking hilarious stories you have to tell people. Like, like either way, you're a winner, man, and I'm a winner. Um, and now that's how we can end a podcast is we're fucking winners, people. Uh, this is Zubita here telling you that it wasn't just my friends that I missed when I was India, man. Um, I missed you guys. I missed this podcast. I missed what it meant to be, you know, by myself with my thoughts and with my voice and my ears and just rambling on to you guys about who knows what. Um, yeah, I really missed that. And I had an interesting conversation with a friend, um, while I was in Ohio last week and he had texted me and said that 
he really liked episode the last episode, episode one of season four, and that this podcast just kept getting better and better. And, you know, me being me and OCD, or not OCD, but obsessive about things, like, while I appreciated the compliment, like, I wanted to know what had been bad, or at least how it, what had improved, so that I could continue to, like, grow and do this. And just because it's amateur hour doesn't mean it can't be completely gifted and brilliant amateur hour. Um, where people are like, wow, what a phenom. She's not a professional at all, but she's so excellent. Anyway, so that's just like something I fantasize about. But where I'm getting back to it was is that I, so I ended up picking up the phone and talking to him about it. And, you know, it's funny how much, you know, your just your friends can, people can rock your world. Um, if we were just take the time to listen to them closely and meditate on what they said. And he made a statement in our phone call that packed a punch when I heard it, or at least it resonated, but really has really kind of matured. And as I've meditated on it and it's been with me now for three or four days, it it is just extremely meaningful. What he said was, is that he thought it felt like the veil was getting thinner And that was very intriguing to me, the idea that in some way, shape, or form, um, through however many episodes that I've had, I mean, you know, as open as I am in so many respects, I mean, he is right. There is a veil. I mean, there are things that I say, ooh, I'd love to talk about that, but I do sometimes think about who's listening and, and what the implications are if I tell that story and choose not to, or I don't know, man. I mean, you know, so it's just kind of weird to think that, you know, there's this curtain or, you know, thick veil up and that somehow over these episodes, I, you know, just like with age and whatever, I don't know, it just wears thin and somehow, I mean, what's that mean? What's that look like 10 episodes from now, 20 episodes from now? I mean, it's kind of exciting to me um, to think that at some point in my future, that veil may just crumble and disappear completely. And I'll never again say, Oh, I can't say that on my podcast. I mean, what that really is going to, I mean, what a gift to me, frankly, what a gift to you because you're missing out on some pretty fucking good stories right now. Um, just I, my life is a fucking soap opera. I mean, it's cookie for Cocoa Puffs. And you know, if you really got the inside scoop, I mean, but I think you're closer to it. I think I'm closer to it. Um, you know, I, I, I think the more I let things show just the truer and I I don't know, I just feel like the lighter I feel, you know, I mean, it's kind of a weird Zen place to just be free of it all and just let it exist on its own out there in the universe. Yeah. Man, I've missed that music.